Nat, this is epic. Epic. We got Terry Fader with us today. Ta-da! Hello, Good welcome to, be here. to our show. Thanks I'm for coming. excited to be here. This is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> and you brought you brought backup. Yeah, Winston the Impersonating Turtle. Right, Winston the Impersonating Turtle. He's actually the guy that won America's Got Talent. So no delusions. I didn't win it. He did. And I agree. <laughs> and I'm glad you just brought that up because this is going to come as a shock to you, but... Our dear friend Natalie no. here. Yeah, no. yeah, I'm going to call you out right no. now. 100% I'm going to call you out. Does not watch the show. What? I did back in the day <laughs> when you were on it. Oh, well, that's all that matters. Good save. Right? Good save. <laughs> See what I did there? But you should watch now. I'm curious. Do you watch now or no? I do, actually. I try to keep up with it. It was weird. Um... All through every season, I've watched every episode. So have I. So has he. <laughs> but uh, and my wife and I will watch it. You know, after at, usually a day or two late because I I don't have time to watch it when it's on. I'm I'm usually performing at the Mirage when it's on. Right. But uh, I, I actually and then last year I don't know what happened. I just couldn't watch it. But I did watch the finals. I did finally. You did. Yes. Uh, but I just I just was just like oh, you know. And now this year for some reason I'm energized and I'm watching it again. I love really it. enjoying it. I want you to know, on season two, I believe you were season two, right? I was, yes. Which was the first season I watched. I predicted you would win day one. That's amazing. I hear that so often. And I must have been the only one who was clueless because I really <laughs> didn't think I was going to win. How did you not know? I hear that all the time. And then and then I was just talking to somebody the other day and I said, you know, it's really the, the, the landscape's really changed. I'm not sure how I would do if I if I did it again. And people, they were like, oh, you'd win it again. I'm Are like, you crazy? I, I, maybe yeah. it's just I don't maybe I, I, I don't see what other people see. Yeah, I do. It, yeah, I do. He <laughs> does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, here's how good, not to not to brag about you and embarrass you while you're here, but you're this good. If you moved your mouth, we would forgive you. Like, it's this, it's, it's the characters are so good, The your voice, the way you sing is, with your mouth closed, oh gosh, yeah. is Thank insane. You. Yeah. Your mouth closed singing is better than a million people mouth open. Like, it's nuts, That's including you. Including yes. Yeah, Thank yes, you. Yes. Very 100%. nice of you. Yes. So it was either first character you ever... No. Actually, uh, you want to tell the story? No, you tell it. Okay. So what happened was I was actually doing this uh, Kermit the Frog puppet that I had been... Uh, I bought it on eBay. This was back in the early days of eBay, back in the uh, early 2000s when eBay wasn't even that popular. But I I was, I was, found this uh, Kermit the Frog puppet, and I was doing What a Wonderful World, where I would sing as Louis Armstrong, and then Kermit the Frog would start, sing as Kermit the Frog, of course. And it was doing gangbusters. Everywhere I went in the country, I would do this, and I would get standing ovations as soon as I finished. So I'm thinking, this is going to be great on America's Got Talent. Well, the Muppets would not let me use a Kermit the Frog puppet no. on America's Got Talent. They said, "There's only we never allow anyone to be Kermit except Kermit. So, not knowing what I was going to do, and I said, look, I know this bit is going to kill. So I started searching the internet and trying to find uh, some other, an amphibian or a reptile or yep. something that I could replace Kermit with okay. that could do an impression of Kermit the Frog. And I found this little guy, well, actually not him. Yeah, it was it was the previous uh, Winston. Right, the first Winston. I found him at a, at a, at a toy store online. I had him overnight him to America's Got Talent, named him Winston the Impersonating Turtle, and he went. Kermit Rock here. Exactly. So he can do the impression of Kermit. So he did that. And then once I got the Vegas gig, I had to do away with a little puppet that I bought at um, at the on eBay or that I bought at a toy store, and I had to actually get one made. Yes. You need a real one. And this guy is made by the same people who make the Muppets. Really? I'm very proud of that. Yes, you should be. Yes. So this is your second one. Yes, this is my second. Okay. One. 
exactly. That's interesting. I never would have thought, like, you, you always think of, like, uh, an artist that's going to sing a song, you have to get song clearance. I, I wouldn't have even thought, like, I mean, it's obviously, it makes sense, but I wouldn't yeah. even think that you had to get clearance how, for that. You know, the Muppets, they know? Muppets, are, Muppets are trademarked, and, and uh, there's, a, there's a really hard and fast rule in the Muppet world, and that is one, one person, one Muppet. So if you're, if you're animal... There's only one person that can do animal. They will not allow, and they, I think that really keeps the the um, the integrity of the character. Yeah. So you don't have ten people out there doing Kermit the Frog. You have one person out there right. doing Kermit the Frog, and that's right. really why they did that. And now, same thing in this case, right? No one can knock off Winston, or there's well, going to be problems. Hope not Terry would lose his hand. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's hilarious. Would would you? Um, Ventriloquist when I was growing up, like I remember there was like Willie Tyler and Lester. I want to say that's it. And Jay Johnson from Soap. Remember oh, Soap? Oh, yeah. The, you're too young. She doesn't, yeah. No, that's you, Grandma. You were, yeah. Yes, yes. I will call her after this. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But you remember Soap. 100%. And, and right. uh, Jay Johnson from Soap, who totally is unbelievably that. good. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it, there wasn't a whole bunch of them. Now, as a ventriloquist, of course, I would, I would follow the ones that were even previous to my, I started in 1975. And uh, by that time, Jimmy Nelson had already kind of seen his star rise, and and uh, uh, Paul Winchell yep. and Edgar Bergen, of course, he uh, who passed away in 1978. But uh, but with those guys, I found their old records, I found books, I found so I kind of knew all about them, just like anyone else who had grown up in the era when they were. Happy. How do you come up with all these characters? Is it the same as like if you're doing a stand-up act? You know, you you just you write a piece of material, and with you, you just you base it around. Like, what comes first, the, the actual Muppet or the voice? The idea. The idea. Yeah, the idea. So, with, uh, well, I, I, to, I told the story of Winston, so he kind of came in as a replacement for Kermit the Frog. I'm insulted. You shouldn't be, because that's a good guy to be replacing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, anyway, I, but do you, um, I'll come up with an idea. Now, lately, I've been doing a lot of real-life characters. So, I've got David Bowie, Elton John, uh, yeah. Justin Bieber, um, uh, Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. And what I've done with them is that's when I'll go, okay, my next character, and I'm really not... I, you, normally I, I hide it, but I'm, I'm telling people it's going to be Freddie Mercury. So I'm going to bring in oh, Freddie wow. Mercury. We need a Fre- because I need a Freddie Mercury puppet so he can sing uh, Under Pressure with David Bowie. I mean, Love that's it. just a natural, right? Yep, right. makes so, sense. But when I create a character like Winston or like, let's say, uh, Maynard Tonkins, my Elvis impersonator, yep. who doesn't know any Elvis songs, he, uh, I, that's where I come up with the idea and I say, I want a puppet who can sing who does Elvis songs, right? So then I, uh, then I get the puppet made, so I'll, I'll contact the puppet maker and we'll go through uh, uh, several designs and, and have them do drawings and then they'll, do a, uh, they'll usually do a clay mock-up so that I can see what it is before they actually carve the puppet. And then uh, once I'm, we're happy with it, then they get them all carved and painted and put all the, the stuff in. And the character usually comes out, uh, with Winston it was pretty easy. I'm just so cute. Exactly. So he was kind of the impersonator, yeah. the imp- personification of cute. Yeah, that's a good way to say it. Personification of cute. <laughs> I like that. And when you're singing, how do you, like I just, you posted on Instagram a couple days ago, it was just you like sitting in with a band. Is it hard for you to find your own voice? Yes, and it, it was very hard. And, and it really wasn't until about two, three years ago that I was able to find my own voice and start singing things in my own voice. Um, in fact, in the, in the early 90s, I got signed, my band got signed by Warner Brothers Records. And they were going to groom us and turn us into a, the next big you know, country band. And uh, they came in and they said, no more puppets, 
what? Yeah, uh, but don't worry about it. You're, you're safe. But they said, no more puppets, no more com- uh, comedy, no more impressions. you got to sing everything in your own voice. After about six weeks of that, I was absolutely miserable. And I said, I don't want to do this. And I, so I wow. told the band, um, I said, if you guys want to do it, fine. But I, I like doing the comedy and the impressions. And to me, it's much more remarkable to be able to sing like anyone than it is to, to just get Because singers are a dime a dozen. You know, there are singers, millions of singers out there. Yeah. But very few people can actually listen to somebody and sing exactly like it's the, incredible. other people. So that's way more fun to me. And then when I found out I could do it without moving my lips and had puppets do it, then it became even more fun. People are like, they ask me, you mentioned that, you know, I sing, I could sing without, uh, with my lips moving. Right. People say, why do you do that? Because it's so much fun. I mean, <laughs> I, I have puppets. I, it looks like the exactly. puppets are doing the singing. And you can so, do it without even, it sounds like it's from backstage too. Exactly. That is, yeah. That is impressive. So I have, it's way more fun to have a puppet do it with my lips not moving than it would be if I was just standing up there singing. Way more fun. Yeah. And it's more fun for the audience too. Yeah. Now, I saw the show recently, like maybe a month or two ago. You just saw just like saw a week it. ago uh-huh. or two weeks ago, whenever that was. And I've seen you a bunch of times, but uh, it had been a while since I'd seen you. I don't know if you were surprised, Natalie. Um, you, I don't remember you pushing it as far as you push it yeah. on the comedy side. Yeah. Um, it's the funniest you, show I've you ever done. come yeah. to the line, buddy. I'm, yeah. I'm, I was really shocked and pleasantly shocked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, what I try to do is I try to I try to make every single incarnation of the show better than the last incarnation. And as I looked at, at it, and I was very proud of every single incarnation of the show, I looked and I thought, it's not funny enough. But one of the things I learned was that um, I can, you know, because obviously I'm known as being an impressionist and a singer, and, and so I was spending a lot of time singing. So maybe 40 to 60% of the show was uh, singing. And then I realized, man, if I write a really funny parody, I can... I can be telling a joke, I can be getting a laugh, I can be doing an impression and singing all at the same time. Yeah. And ventriloquism. Exactly. And ventriloquism. <laughs> Don't forget that. That's very important to me. It should be. So, but, uh, yeah, so so that's really why is I started, and you notice I did a lot more of, of, of the parody songs because, and that's hard to do. It's hard to write a really funny parody song. Right. But, uh, you know, I spend, it's worth the time and effort that I put doing it. Yeah, my favorite puppet was, uh, I think, Vicky. Vicky the Oh, Vicky's great. She cracks me up. (laughs) Is she somebody you actually know? No, she's actually based on a lot of people that I know. In fact, what happened (laughs) was... She really is. What happened was... You know how um, I, I lived in Texas my whole life. I grew up in Dallas, Texas. I'd never really been anywhere. I went to Lynchburg, Virginia for college and then went right back to Texas. Now I traveled around and done some things, but I'd never really been in the Hollywood circle and the L.A. circle and all that. And as soon as America's Got Talent was over, suddenly I'm getting invited to Emmy parties and I'm getting invited to all these Hollywood uh, uh places and all these and I'm looking and going oh my god these people there I thought they were just characters in movies I didn't realize that these people that looked like they were made out of plastic were right, real right. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was Terrifying, just movie characters right, right. suddenly I'm surrounded by all these women that look like That's oh my hilarious. god their faces they they have literally like remade their face right so I thought oh I gotta have somebody like this and yeah. and uh, of course I think the term cougar I had never really heard it until until then I think it was relatively new maybe I've just was not in the right circles but so I decided I had to make a cougar puppet yeah. and I made one and Vicky kind of represents all of that she made me laugh so hard all the head too <laughs> it's so you know. good yeah 
And the hashtag. Right? Too. Oh, the hashtag me too. That was We're not going to, yeah. 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 Gonna yeah. Gonna go see the show. show. You got to see the show. show. That's one of my favorite yeah. jokes in yeah. the show. Yeah. I, I, really, I was just like, that made my life. Yeah. I was shocked when you said that. I was yeah. like, wow. And the political humor. I mean, yeah. it is really, it, it's amazing how you found a way to, I, I've said, I said on our very first show, which was just a few weeks ago, uh, <laughs> Terry, um, that if I were to pick the top three shows in town, it's it's 100%, it's, for me, it's you, it's Absinthe, it's Chris Angel. And I wouldn't say not necessarily in that order, but in a way, I put you number one because to me, you're the one show that somehow you figured out a way that you can have a show that you can bring the kids to, satisfy the adults on the comedy end, and obviously the singing is just global, speaks for itself, exactly. everyone likes that. And well, thank that's you. really that's hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and the, the trick is to, I, you can think like Pixar, you know, Pixar, you go to a Pixar movie and there are those little things that the kids are not going to get right. that I probably didn't get. Even I was a young adult and I probably didn't get a lot of those. And, and my wife and I just watched uh, Pixar 1, 2, I mean, uh, Toy Story 1, 2, and 3. Yep. And we're like, oh my God, I can't believe they just told that joke. You right. Know? And that's really kind of the way my show is, is that I, there's no swearing, there's no outright, you know, uh, anything that's outright dirty. But there are those little things where you go, ooh, right. that, was, yep. that was just for the yeah. adults, you know. And the kids, they're just clueless. They don't have a clue what just happened. And and is part of the brilliance, I don't want to give give stuff away, but is part of the genius, um, you probably won't want to refer to yourself as that, but I'll do it for you. Um, it seems like you throw it off on them also sometimes. Mm-hmm. You throw it, it's, so it's, it's really, it's out of your hands. It's the character exactly. did it, right? It's not you. Exactly. And I think the best compliment I could possibly have when somebody comes to my show is when I get up and sing a song by myself, people say, I, I didn't know you could sing. That means I did my job. If right. you didn't realize I was the one doing all the singing, <laughs> that's a good point. I did it. That's and and the funny point. thing is, uh, throughout the entire season of America's Got Talent with, that I was on, that I won, every single puppet, I never did one single routine that I did not sing. My puppet sang, I should say. And, and people that watched me and uh, and were big fans from America's Got Talent will watch me do a song by myself and go, oh my gosh, I had no idea you could sing. And I'm like, that's great. They think Winston can sing and that's good. That means I'm I'm performing my job correctly. <laughs> yeah. What's the longest you've gone without a puppet? Oh, most of the time. Yeah. In fact, my hand's getting sweaty. I can feel it. <laughs> it's disgusting. When you travel... You're not checking them. How do you travel with, with the Actually, whole Actually, I'm to the point, luckily. You're in private? Before America's Got Talent. No, before America's Well, I do sometimes, but before America's Got Talent, I had a couple of cases, and I would check one, and I would put all my main puppets. That, so I could do an entire show with the main puppet. Like, if I was doing it now, like this, I would have Winston, probably Walter T. Airedale, and one other, maybe Emma Taylor. Okay. And I have multiples made of all of them. Got it. And, uh-huh. and uh, we ship the multiples and okay. so they're waiting for me so like, you already know so there's no surprise yeah because exactly. that would be a nightmare to, no, to, yeah. to be it, yes. worrying right you, yes, you no. couldn't do it so we get there and the, and the puppets are there and there have been times when the, the shipping company didn't get the puppets and we still travel on with you know not me but my crew we'll still travel on with a Winston and I can do I did, in fact one time there was not even a Winston and I did a I did an entire show with a Winston uh, knockoff puppet knockoff no well it was a, not the knockoff puppet I'm sorry the, the Winston Juniors that we sell okay you did and I was like should I duck no <laughs> oh my god wow that's impressive when my dad 
is you know the the road your schedule forget the road just your schedule is insane i mean what you you're you're tuesday what what are you you're off on the weekends here but you do shows on the weekends you travel monday through thursdays and then either i'm performing here in in at the mirage on uh, Mon- on friday and saturday or i i travel like this weekend i'm traveling to uh, massachusetts and uh, new hampshire and then i'm back monday <laughs> for uh, there's diehard fitness wow. people that when they post, sometimes they'll post like they'll work out on a Sunday and they'll put hashtag like no days off. That's kind of you. Yeah, no days 100%. off. Exactly. Exactly. But you love it. I love it. I couldn't be happier. And what do you do like, you know, like the road sometimes I know and just that schedule, like knowing from my dad, like sometimes, you know, the voice, it's strong on one day, it's weak on another day. And sometimes you get sick, you're human, whatever. Mm-hmm. My dad can throw it to the band. You know, my dad can take a couple songs off, have, you know, Kerry Cole, who you know, you know, sing some songs, and whatever. And he does great, too. And he does great, yeah, yeah. And he loves you. Uh, and, and so, you know, he can, he's got other players he can throw it to. <laughs> yeah, you there's got, no funny. Even if you throw it it's to rough. Winston, when I'm, you're yes, still throwing it to exactly. you. Exactly, when I'm, when I'm sick. And the funny thing is, I notice it more than other people. So I'll notice, oh, man, that, that high note wasn't as strong as it was. Or sometimes I'll go to hit a high note and nothing will come out if I'm sick. And... Uh, uh, I've actually found, though, and I, I shared this with Tony, with your dad, was that um, uh, I started taking uh, food-grade hydrogen peroxide. I take I take a uh, two, uh, what is it, uh, droppers, eyedropper full in a, like a soda, and I'll take that every single day. And I have not, knock on wood, I've not gotten sick and I lost my voice in years, years really? and years. But it, it's a natural um, antibiotic, so it actually kills germs and kills... Really? You know, things that are brewing and gives you, yeah, I don't know how it works, but somebody turned me on to it. Yeah, somebody turned me on to it about six years ago. I used to get sick all the time. I was always sick. I never missed shows from being sick. Right. Only once. Hashtag no days off. Yes, I was in the hospital. That was the one time I was in the hospital. You get a hall pass for that. I It's okay to take a sick day. And I still felt guilty. It's like I was in the hospital for a week and and... I kept saying, "Can I? Can I go tonight? Can I perform tomorrow?" Right. And the doctor's like, "No, you have to finish." You know, but I just I hate missing shows, and I know Tony's got to feel the same way because yeah. you know the fans they they really love right. it. Right, and you're you guys are sensitive, so you know, like you know, people come to Vegas all the time, but you know, Iowa doesn't always get to see you maybe once a year, or exactly. Wisconsin, or the other and places you go. Trip around it. Exactly. Then, yeah. Yes. Right, and They'll you, you oh want to answer the bell. My, yes, and I just so I just really hate missing shows, but I do the best I can to stay healthy. When you, like America's Got, America's Got Talent obviously launched you, um, now you've got these ridiculous contracts, I read, uh, you know, the numbers on, on <laughs> online, I mean, I don't, it's public, right, that's all public, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like a hundred million dollars over five years, you're on like contract number three, <laughs> why are you still doing it? Wow. Because I, I love doing it's it. It's just not about the money, and I, point. and I donate most of it to charity, so it's like, well, you know, I started my foundation, and, and it's really not... I have no desire, and I, and I take really good care of my employees, and I, I don't really, I have no desire to be wealthy. I want to be, I want to have enough money to take care of my wife and myself. Right. And uh, and take care of my employees and give the rest to a charity. Well, Terry, I don't know if you know, but we weren't going to announce this yet, but we could just announce it now. That Natalie and I were just about to launch our charity today, as a matter of fact. That really? We are, yes, we really? are now a charity. So really? we're, we're open for charitable donation. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, yeah, yes, yeah. We it are. doesn't even have a name yet. We're open, <laughs> you know, we could call it the Terry... Fader helps John and Nat Foundation. <laughs> we can do that. Let's do it. I'm in. Yeah, I'll send you all the paperwork and all that. You know, later we can we can figure out the details and of what That's you want to you know those you know whether it's monthly contributions you know every six months whatever you want whatever you're comfortable with we're okay with you know I, I understand. <laughs> do you remember like 
when you first signed that deal at the Mirage? I mean, obviously, you, you get like a million dollars from uh, AGT, right, mm-hmm. when you win, which is not anything to sneeze at. But no, like, when no, you sign a deal at the Mirage, it, do you have like a sense of like, ah, like I did it, I made it? Like, what, what? No. You don't? And the funny thing is, it, it took me a few days to realize what had happened. Because it was just like, my brain, I, I've got really really intense ADD which is probably why I'm able to do the things that I'm able to do because I can I can do several things at one time because of the ADD but um, I, and it never I, I just never really think about it I, my job is to put the best show on that I possibly can and so I'm constantly focused and that's what I did I immediately started focusing on writing the show and getting it ready I think it was in November when we signed the big contract and then it was like I didn't start till February and it's like okay so I started writing and rehearsing and working and creating uh, characters and creating well, they routines. Gave you some good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's that's really what I do. I don't really think about it. you know. Uh, for me, it's not about oh wow they just signed this uh, big big multi million dollar contract. For me, it's about okay that gives me more years to entertain people in Vegas. That's and I focus on the people that I'm entertaining. So I don't really think about all that. I just for right. me, it's all about the entertainment. Is there stress that comes with that? Like you know, if you're a if you're a baseball player and you sign you know. 30 million a year, you know, you're Mike Trout or whatever. There's got to be some pressure of like, okay, now I got to perform. Do you, no, you don't have any of that. I have no no pressure at all. I let other people do the pressure. I just work. Uh, my, my job is to entertain. You know, my job is to have fun. So I can't get bogged down on, you know, it, and at the end of the day, a baseball is a game. You know, and if you're more focused on the contract and more focused on, then it's not a game anymore. For right. me, this is fun. I, I get to play with puppets, you it's know. A job for you. And people pay to see me play with puppets and... <laughs> That's all I care about. That really is all I care about, is making sure they get their money's worth when they pay the same. That's great. And you're you're constantly creating new. Like, are you, like, do you do you schedule out, like, okay, I'm going to work on new material for two hours a day, or, like, are you on a I schedule? Do. Well, or? I do. I kind of am uh, in, in a, a general way. It's not that I, I don't, like, block it off in my calendar, but that's what I do in the mornings. I get up in the mornings. Um, I'm, a, I'm an early riser, so I don't go to bed. And I go to bed early, about 10, 30, 11. I'm wow. done with my show at the Mirage at 9. 10, 30, 11, I'm, I'm zonked. I get up at 6 in the morning, and then I, I have my devotions. I read my Bible, and I pray and, and talk to God and make sure that I, I give thanks for that and make sure that I'm living the life that I need to live. And, uh, and then, I, uh, then I work. And then I start, uh, I start opening uh, scripts and, and working on characters and working on voices and writing parodies. And that's what, but I usually do that until about 11. And then at 11 o'clock, I fire up a video game. And play video games. What video game? Oh, yeah, what do you I've play? I've been playing Destiny 2 lately. That's really? kind of my, I'm, I'm playing Who the heck knew? out of it. Yeah. He's a gamer. Mm-hmm. And are... I played the heck out of uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Even got uh, my wife Angie uh, hooked on Breath of the Wild, too. So. Now, are you wired up on a headset, too, talking trash? Sometimes, yeah. sometimes. <laughs> are you playing, do you play as you? I do. Do they even I, believe that it's you? Actually, uh, well, uh, my, my uh, I'm, I'm doing Xbox, uh, and it's uh, Puppet Boy 2009. So if you want to that is join awesome. me, Puppet Boy 2009, so you can you can see me. And now, does Winston play as well, or does he just watch? No, I don't. His <laughs> hand hurts when he plays, and that gives me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> oh my god, it's too good. Yeah, it's just too good, <laughs> right? It's like it's a real. I'm, I know. Critter. I'm looking at it like. Yeah. When he when we first sat down before we were even rolling, we were having just like a regular conversation, and and Winston was like reacting to the conversation, and it's like it, it all hit us at once that like it's yes. so crazy. It's just it comes so natural to you, doesn't it? It does. Yes. 
Yes. And the funny thing is, like, I have a, a, a Stevie Wonder puppet, and I was doing interviews with that Stevie Wonder puppet. Now, I had never done a Stevie Wonder puppet in my life, but I had just gotten him, and we were doing interviews. And, and I didn't even realize this, but he was he was doing the whole Stevie Wonder thing while I was interviewing with people. So it's weird how, again, that's my ADD. My ADD kind of compartmentalizes this hand and says, all right, this is the character now. Right. And so if, I, if, he, if, if you're talking or you say something, he's immediately, I don't even have to think about it. So... Uh, so I'm one of those people that's uh, most people ADD is a bad thing for me it's a very good thing I don't want to take medication because I don't know if that would stymie my ability you know I do about 15 things on stage at a time and I and it, I don't bat an eye you know no, you so don't. and that's it looks like you're not exactly and and the best way it's it's the the ones who make it look effortless that yeah. are the best so 100%. so like if we watch football and we watch yeah I could do that you know it's like no we could mm-hmm. but but you know if they make it look easy then they're do, that means they're really doing it right now, would you ever do a performance of just you singing? Nothing? I actually do. Um, the, uh, very often, I will, uh, if the Mirage, at the Mirage, they have a lounge. It's called the Parlor Lounge. And there's a piano player in there, and, and they just sing songs and stuff. And uh, right after a show, if, if there's not something booked in it, I'll go, hey, everybody, meet me uh, over at the lounge. I'm going to sing for two hours. And my piano player comes over there, and he plays, and, and I just sing. Really? I, do, I love doing that. I love singing. Aww. And karaoke. Don't even star me at a karaoke bar. Come on. What's your, oh, no, what's your go-to song? Um, any of them. I mean, I just start looking and I go, oh, I can do that one. That's Roy Orbison. I can do this one. That's, you know, that's uh, Van Halen. I doesn't matter. I mean, And when you're, matter. like, in the car, if you're going to rock out on a road trip, what are you listening to? Like, what's your go-to? Are you I a listen, rock guy? Or you I like a... to listen to books on tape. Okay. Because it gives me a chance to uh, read. I love to read. I pr- try to read about 20 books a month. Um, 20 books a month? I do, yeah. I, pr- I try do to read about 20 books a month. A month. So if I'm not reading on my on my uh, Kindle, I'm listening to a book on tape. And uh, But I but if I'm, I like to take my iPod, and I have every style of music you can imagine from from Frank Sinatra to Al Jolson to... Tony uh, O? The, uh, a little Tony O in there? Tony. Okay, just checking. I'm just checking. <laughs> and I have it all on my, on my iPhone, and I hit... Uh, downloaded songs and then I hit shuffle and I just let it go from one so I, I will listen to anything and everything on you know I don't like usually I don't get uh, one thing but one of my writers has a band named No More Kings and I do listen to his, his okay. stuff occasionally I'll just put on No More Kings that's really good by the way go to No More Kings and uh, they're on iTunes and they're amazing what song in your show or in, in the history of your shows do you do that that you're like wow like I nailed that one. I am. Is it Etta James or? Yeah, I think. I mean, right, at last, Etta James. It's, 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 Etta James. It's so good. But I, I mean, think they're all the one, good. But I think the one that really has me right now is uh, Willie Nelson. I think I just. Yeah. I had never done a Willie Nelson in my life ever. Yeah. And a guy made a puppet, a Willie Nelson puppet, and sent me. I'm gonna put him up. He's uh, my hands. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. My hand's starting to go go to sleep. Bye, Winston. Bye, Winston. Winston's Hi. going sleepy. That's really hard. Winston's to, so sleepy. It's hard to keep that going as long as it. But um, so uh, th- this guy in in uh, Norway sends me an email and he says, "I made this Willie Nelson puppet and Stevie Wonder puppet, and I made them for you. But if you don't want to buy them, that's fine. I'll just put them on the shelf." And I'm like, "Yeah, of course." So I get this Willie Nelson puppet. I listen to a Willie Nelson song. I I didn't even know any. I had to learn it. And then I picked him up and immediately started singing with him and it's like whoa I can I can sing and I went maybe I didn't love you quite as often as I should you know like well I can do it you know and so I'm really that's the one I'm really happy with but also my I think my David Bowie's pretty darn good too yeah so 
Now, are there any impressions that you haven't been able to do? Like, has there ever been? Is there anyone that you're like, man, I just can't get this one right? Not yet. That's amazing. <laughs> Not yet. That is amazing. Yeah, I love sure it. Eventually. Answer, and, like, how many, eventually. and how many can you do? Oh, I can do over 200. I think we stopped counting at about 200 and went, wow. okay, well, it's just, Let's just say over, over 200. 200. Yeah, point. yeah. That's incredible. Because we started going down the list of all the ones that I've done over the years, and it right. was, I mean, it was like crazy. Uh, I, I did this one time, I, I actually like had this lady that said, I don't believe you can do an impression of me. And I said, well, and sing something. And she sang something, and I sang it right back to her. And she's like, oh my God, it was like listening to a tape. So, I mean, I just have this ability. I can listen to somebody, and then I can recreate their tone. It's weird. Can you play piano? No. I can't play any I would any think you'd be able to play instruments, because you you, if you hear all that, yeah. I just say, God, God said, I'm going to give you this much talent, and right. that's it. There's no, it's that's enough. a cutoff. Yeah. I'm not going to let you, because Singing with your mouth closed I've, is yes, when they cap I've it. Tried yeah. to play, I've tried to play guitar. I just can't do it. I can't really? play an instrument. I probably could, but I, maybe it's that I just don't have... I, I, I can only do something, work on something that I really enjoy and love. And I right. love puppets, and I love... Yeah. So it's, you know, I don't love playing on an instrument. Yeah. I, but I love doing impressions, and I love writing comedy. And so so for me, that's that's where I... That's, I probably could. I just would have to discipline myself to do something I don't want to do, you know. And when heavy you, are your What's that? How heavy are your dolls? Are your uh, they're, they range. Winston's not very heavy. He's more... Um, uh, more on the light side, but boy, some of them are, are really heavy. Rex, the uh, crash test dummy, oh, that guy is—he's made out of wood. I mean, he's—it's yeah. not real wood, but it's like a—it's like a plastic. Uh, it's right. a composite type with plastic and wood chips, and but it's—he's heavy. He's really, but you know, so all of them are—all of them are different. <laughs> it's crazy, right? It's just—it's amazing to, to hear the process. And when you write, when you're writing comedy, are you actually? Do you actually sit and write? I do. You do. I do. I will get um, my writing team. Okay. I have two guys that work with me, Pete Mitchell, who is in No More Kings, I was telling you, yep. and John Max, who is one of the top comedy writers on the planet. The guy writes for, he does the Academy Awards, he does the Emmys, he's, I think he's been nominated for eight or nine Emmys. Never won, but I keep telling him that's because you're going to win your first Emmy with me. Um, but he's an amazing <laughs> writer, and we will, we will either sit at my house, my wife will bring us sandwiches and chips and Cokes, and we'll sit in there and write. Or we go to Disneyland and ride. So really? I love going on to the rides. Yes. Well, we uh, sometimes stand, if we decide to ride, we'll we'll write while we're standing in lines. But we'll also just go to a restaurant and sit. I, there's something about the creativity and the there's a, there's a, a real electricity of creativity uh, of imagination at Disneyland. So there's something really. Uh, it's just a different place. As soon as I walk into the gates, I feel like a different person. I mean, I just feel the weight of the world go off of me. And so, and actually, uh, John Max says the same thing. So, really, he goes regularly on my ticket. <laughs> is it is it hard to take someone else's words and make them your own when you have people writing material? No. Uh, um, what happens is they write their own. And then I, I write it, rewrite it. it to be my own words. Okay. So they'll, the idea will, you know, I, I write the show. So I'm, I'm the one who completely writes the show. I, I decide who's going to do what, what character is going to be, what, the, what the, the basis of that character is going to what the basis of the show is going to be. Then I will have a skeleton, and then we'll get together and we'll write ideas together. And then we'll sit down and write a full, and then everyone will write their own stuff, and then I will rewrite everything to be my own. Yeah. So, so. When I did stand up many, many years ago, you know, I used to like my dad and Tom Jones, all those guys when I was when I was younger than you, and uh, it was always hard for me. The writing 
material was the hardest part for me personally. It was easier for me if I was a character. Mm -hmm. Is it the same for you? That I don't know what that is. That if I was like, you know, a a, uh, a Texan or something, uh, I could I could write yeah. and speak from s someone else's point of view. Exactly. Much See, easier. that's what why, I do because all that? my characters are different right. perspectives. Right. And I'm I'm not a big. Um, Set up punchline, set up punchline, set up punchline. I don't do that. Right. I like to write situationally based comedy, character based comedy. Right. So um, when I first hired John Max, um, he would he would write a joke and he would say, "Oh, you should have Winston tell this joke." And I would re I, I would email back and say, "It's a really good joke, but Winston would never tell that joke. That's a Dougie <laughs> joke, or that's a Walter joke." And so he's been writing now for me for eight years, and he's finally to the point where he doesn't do that anymore he knows. because he knows. He's kind of gotten into the head of the puppets and knows who's who and, and right. who would say what. And so that's fascinating to me. But it is easier to write for characters, for right? Sure. And but John Max is one of those guys that I can say, hey, um, write me ten jokes, and, uh, and and then I'll pick and choose, you know, because I, I need I'm going on an interview tomorrow. And I need three, you know, funny things to say. And he'll he'll pop back twenty jokes in twenty minutes. I'm like, holy crap! How did you? And he's just like, do, 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 do. he just he's so fast. Wow. Right. But he's just bam, 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 bam. He just he's one of those guys that can just write the gags, and then I'll go through them and and rewrite them and make them my own, and then decide what character's gonna you know. That's so that's how we work. What's left on the Terry Fader bucket list of on the performing side? Like, I mean, you win America's Got Talent. You've headlined the Mirage for years. You've worked all over the the world. What haven't you done that you want to do? I mean, is acting, is hosting. I would love to. I would love to uh, do some television just for fun. I would. I think it would be great. Well, also, I, I would like to do television just because it would uh, um, give my fans something to watch. Right. Uh, because my fans are always like, "Oh, we want to see you. We want to see you on TV." And of course, what I do would do would be a family show. Yeah. Um, and and that would be a lot of fun. And then would you the, work I, puppets into it? Or oh or, yeah, 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 absolutely. I think so because I think it's what I do. You know. Right. I mean, and I'm, you know, I'm actually pitching a game show um, oh. that that actually incorporates myself and all my puppets into it. Really? That we're pitching now to some of the networks. Okay. Uh, that's really unusual, and also uh, utilizes the the music and the uh, ability to do impressions too. Right. So, so it'll be a lot. Hopefully, that'll come through. That'd be that that would be the most perfect ideal situation. But I want to do something that helps other people get discovered. You know, there's not an Ed Sullivan anymore. We don't no. have an Ed Sullivan. Um, you know, without America's Got Talent, I would never have gotten where I am. And I want to be the next Ed Sullivan that says, look, this isn't a competition. We just want to give you Put an opportunity. On, yes. give them a we want to give you an opportunity to show yeah, your like talent. That. We want to find the most talented people we can and give you an opportunity. There's no, you know, you're not going to win a million dollars, but you're also going to, but you're going to be able to triple your price at fairs if you're right. a fair entertainer, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It's a dream, but it may not happen, but it's, I'm still dreaming that I is can it, be that guy. Is it frustrating? Like you said, you're pitching a game show and pitching different shows. Is that process frustrating? Because like you're, you're in your world now where you're the, you're the puppet master, right? Literally. But you know, when you, when you're at the Mirage, it's, you're the king, it's your show. You do what you want. You don't need clearance from people. Is it, is, is the business frustrating? You know, even it's, you? it's really not, and the reason is that I'm kind of it, it's all it's all gravy. You know, I got the mashed potatoes and the meat right there. I, it's, right. It's, it's gravy. I'm fine. It's you know, it's the icing on the cake. I like the cake. The icing makes it better, but I, I can live on the, just the cake. So that's kind of where it is. I'm in, the, in a great place with my 
with doing the Mirage, you know, having this contract and doing all these shows around the country. And so if it never happens, that's fine. It's not, I'm not one of those that's like, oh my God, this is, my life is depending on this. You know, it's right. just right. like, it'd be fun if it happened and I would love it to happen. And I think it will happen eventually. Eventually somebody out there is going to see that there's a lot of money to be made. On yeah. That. You know, because people, uh, I, you know, my fans really do, really do love what I do, and 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 I know they want to watch me every night or once a week with their kids and their grandkids and be able to get in there and have a whole family night again. That we don't have many of those anymore. One of the things I noticed when I went recently, I don't know if you did, Nat, was clearly there were people there that it was not their first time seeing you. Like there was. No doubt about it. There were people that like, certain, they saw certain puppets. They would have a reaction before you even said anything. Um, a lot of them, I could hear them, you know, like, you know, I, I love this one. I love this, you know, things <laughs> like that. Um, and that was just in my little area. Um, you get a lot of people that, that come back one, I two, do. three times, don't you? Yes, I do. And, and I think the, the key to that is just make sure you keep having fresh material, fresh right. good material. Because if material's bad, then they're not going to come back multiple times. So that's why I always try to top myself. You know, next year's show, how I'm going to do it, I don't know, because I think this year is unbelievable. But, yeah. you know, it's I said so that good. about last year's show. I said I'm not going to be able to top it, and, and I've got it. So this next year's show. And I think the thing I'm doing differently is I'm doing a lot of multiple puppets. I've got two yeah. puppets, one on each hand. Yeah. Which I did, honestly didn't even know I could do until earlier this year. And then one puppet has two on top yes, of that. Yes, so, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. One puppet has one on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. One on each shoulder. So. Yeah, because I saw it probably a year apart or maybe a little bit longer. You yeah. introduced, I would say, probably a few more. Mm-hmm. So the show drastically changed in a year. So that yeah. Was fun to watch. Which is exciting, right? It was fun it's fun to watch. Just, yeah. you know, a lot of the other shows you go, it's you know, it's like, Been you there, know, done that. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of the search shows. And they're great, but, you know, you know what you're, you're getting show. when you go. Um, exactly. And with him, you can, you can go every year. And it keeps it fresh for you, too. Or not exactly. just telling the same thing. When you do change it, you don't know if something works until, like, you're, you know, comedians go to the comedy store to work out uh, bits. You can't work out a bit, but only in your show, right? Well, How I do can, you... but see, it, the, the beautiful part about my show is that I don't have to change the whole thing. Now, I can, because that's what I did this year. This year, almost the entire show was re- rewritten, and I was able to put it in, and, I, and my instincts have gotten to the point where I can do that. I can totally change the show and only few minor things won't work because now my instincts I know what will work but the great thing is what I, the way I can change my show is because I'm, I'm a ventriloquist and I'm a puppet based thing is I can just say I'm going to take this puppet out and rewrite a thing and I know all the rest of this works because I've been doing it for a long time right. so now if, if it does bomb which I've never had a puppet bomb but if it does only one puppet out of 12 bombs. Right. So, you know and now I have 24 puppets on stage so one puppet out of 24 bombs so and sometimes it can be just, I've got to figure out what the character is going to be for that. Like, I've got my Maynard Tompkins character. It took me years to figure out that it was really funny that he didn't know any Elvis songs, you know. Uh, I just was trying to make him, I was trying to write this comedy with this Elvis impersonator puppet, and I couldn't figure out anything funny about it. And then one day I went, I know what it is. He doesn't know any Elvis songs. And he's going to have to lip sync to me doing Elvis songs without moving my lips. And then it was like a whole new routine and a new character was created. And now I find it's easy to write for him because that's his character, you know. So, But it can take me a long time to really settle in on a character. And before the show even starts, you've got, uh, is it Ben? Mm-hmm. Ben out there? He's great. How long has Ben been with you? I don't remember Ben from maybe the first time I saw you. It was someone different, I feel. I believe feel. Ben's with me the was whole he? time. Okay. He, I've been here at the Mirage. I'm, if yeah. it, if oh, not wow. right the, from the very first show, I think it was really close. Okay. I had another guy that was doing stuff at the uh, Hilton when I was at the Hilton. And then, uh, oh, right. The wow, I, I remember the Hilton guy. days, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. That's right. 
And yeah, Ben does a great job at at just getting things kicked off. And yeah. He's electric, and, and isn't he? Get, yeah, he really does great. And the energy. way you use him, yeah, it's it's just the right the right amount. Like what you know, that's that to me would be a tough. You know, first it's like what's you know when you walk in, you're not sure what is he doing. You know, he's just it's like a DJ or whatever, and he kind of gets the crowd going. But then he really like gets people in the mood. Yeah, he's amazing. He really, really is amazing. The guy is, uh, I'm so proud to have him as part of my act, and I think he's proud to be a part of my act. And he travels on the road as well. Like, he does, So his yes. schedule's used to, so all of yes. you, no days off. And no days off. It's crazy. <laughs> that's so a great, crazy. That's a great gig, though. Right? Yeah, perform yeah. every day. When you're having fun, though, you know, exactly. it's not, yeah. and I do take some time off. It's like last weekend, I went to Disneyland, went right. to Galaxy's Edge, and um, and then I spent the day with family, and we, we rode all the rides and did all the stuff, so, you know, I do take some time off. And Galaxy's Edge is taking over Instagram. I mean, I can't you can't get on Instagram not see stormtroopers this whole past couple of weeks um, yeah. it's just amazing it's really fun it's it's literally like stepping into another planet I mean there's just nothing like it I mean it's like Harry Potter is great and and I love Harry Potter and I'm a huge Harry Potter fan but you go into the Harry Potter world and it's like you can still see the um, the other the other parts of the lands yeah. and you can and you kind of walk from one and it's just all of a sudden you're in Harry Potter land that's it's really cool they really masterfully did Galaxy's Edge because you can't get to it without walking down a, a very long corridor where you can't see any other part of Disney. Mm, that's smart. From there, that's so smart. once you're there, you are in another. You're on another planet. You're in a galaxy and far, far away. People, yes, and all the people are in character and in costume, and and uh, and you see, you know, ships, a, a huge life-size ships right there as you're walking. It's it's quite marvelous. It's amazing. Really? And I didn't get a chance to do the cantina. It's sold out like that, you know. And uh, I didn't get to make chance to make my own lightsaber. But now, I when will, you go eventually. to Disneyland, are you just going like we go, or you, you, you? you, you <laughs> no, I have a guy, right? Vader has a guy. He's like, no, no silly no, man. No, no, of course no, no, no. I don't. We have a guy that <laughs> helps <peasant>. us. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I can't go back, man. I can't. Right, no, I, I would think like, what's yeah? You go down that road, you, you no, can't. No, no, no. Yeah, you can't go back. Hop at Disneyland. What am I thinking? Come on. Yeah, get out of here. He's like, okay, we. Go to Pipes Caribbean in ten minutes. Come on, let's go. Well, absolutely. You know, because it was the problem is that I will get, I'll be standing in a line, and all of a sudden, a lot of times people, you know, will think. Most of the time, people think, "Oh, that looks like that guy." Right. They don't realize it's me. Right. But once one person realizes it's me, then I'm basically an hour and a half taking pictures and selfies and right. you know that's work and I love it don't get me wrong and I'll never say no if somebody comes up to me and asks for one but it's it becomes work then you're just then you're basically just there sure. doing it have you ever you're said no a, no no I'm not I, I let I'm other people terrible. say no <laughs> do you do Good the point. club 33 thing too have I'm you been club in there I'm a 33 member yeah. are you I'm a club 33 you're member you're a diehard I'm a diehard are... Disney have I'm you club 33 yes my pants the pants look at these Mickey Mouse can you see him? <laughs> I mean, get this all the way he's not messing around. <laughs> he ain't messing around. So, yeah, I'm Club 33 member uh, at Disney World and Disneyland. So, so Now, is the Galaxy's Edge at Disney World also or no? It, it has not opened yet, but it's coming. I love that you know that you, oh, yes. you have it all. I think it's like September or, no, or October that it's opening. Have you performed over there? At, I, I perform in... Uh, uh, Epcot? Uh, I have not performed at Epcot. It's something I... It's one of my, my, my bucket list My dad just did a thing at Epcot. Like, he does every few years. Love it's like an outdoor... We need to, we need to outdoor. reach out to him and find out... Uh, yeah. Because that would be my dream. Is to right, right. But I have performed at the Walt Disney Theater in Orlando. Okay. And, uh, it's at the Dr. Phillips Center, I think, and it's called the Walt Disney Theater. So I do that uh, once every year or two. 
And when you're home, so I know one of your things now is video games. When you're gonna Netflix and chill, what are you firing up on Netflix? Like, are you do you binge watch? You know, uh, are you like a Breaking I'm Bad a big or game Game of Thrones show, or game show? I don't watch any of that stuff. I really, I, you know, I don't. I watch. I watch game shows. I found a, a, a channel that is like the ultimate channel. Buzzer B U Z Z R. Okay, and it's buzzertv.com. It's old school and game shows. Yes, and it's match game and card sharks and press your luck and and all the old and and one that I had not seen in a long time. Supermarket Sweet. Where where people go to the that. supermarket? You're yes, doing they the car. Yes, yeah, 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 I remember that. And so I will if if, if it's Christmas time, the the TV never goes off of Hallmark, and we watch Hallmark Christmas movies, and we're very proud. My wife and I are very proud. We watch all of them. We have an app that tells us when we that we can say we've watched it. And uh, and then when it's not, it's usually on the buzzer buzzer network, which really? is uh, they they're local. So I, yeah, I actually had an antenna installed on my on my house so I could get buzzer. Seriously, and you can watch it on online. So you can that. just go to buzzertv.com and okay. and, uh, and it's buzzertv.com. I'm not even I, the I, thing I you didn't anything, know about Terry Fader and coming out of the Vegas junkies. <laughs> you know, I used to be I used to just watch a lot of news and I used to watch a lot and and stuff just had me all crushed and depressed and I just got tired of it and I, I actually quit Facebook my I have a, a person I have a uh, professional page but I yep. don't I don't do personal Facebook at all I don't blame you it's just, people, it's just people arguing about politics what I, yeah. I, I can't do. take it anymore yeah I can't do it anymore so I just I just quit I just don't blame you. De- I de- deleted all the Facebook apps off my phone and I still let my I have a company that does my you know my Terry Fader my official yep. stuff yep. and I'm glad I want people to be on Facebook but I just can't do it it makes me uh, it gives me anxiety yeah I so it. I just watch game shows I don't you know game shows and play video games wow you're like a kid but lately they put on they put the new pressure luck and the card sharks new where yep. you know hundreds of thousands and a million dollars and wow it's fun so my wife and I just watched them last night, and tonight, uh, Holy Moly! It's just, it's a new one with, uh, is it? Um, yeah, have you seen Holy Moly? I've seen the previous. It's hilarious. I've seen the previous. For it's it, yeah. so much fun, yeah. and I cannot remember the name of the of the guy who's the host, but he's hysterical. Uh, what is it? Rob Riggle. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh. Rob Riggle. Yeah. Rob Riggle. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I couldn't remember his name. I see Rob him all the time. Rob Riggle is one of those guys that's he just is in everything. Hilarious. Yeah. Really? Oh my it's gosh, like it's so much right? fun. That's our brothers, yeah. He's in that movie, right? Yeah, he was in like Dodgeball, all I think. Of them, yeah. All of them. All of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of Vince Vaughn awesome. movies. Yeah. yeah. And we're sitting here right now at the Tropicana Hotel. We're in the brand new Trago Lounge. What do you think of the Trago Lounge? It's it's great. Right? You know, the weird thing is I've actually I've actually filmed something in here at one time, and I don't remember when, years ago, like Nine years ago, right when I started, it, they set they set something up right over here, and they had a camera, and I don't remember what it was, but uh, I love the Tropicana. I went and saw Rich Little. Here, oh, yeah. And and I also saw uh, 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 Murray Sarchuk here. So oh, yeah, Murray. He's great, but uh, Rich Little show is fantastic. He's you great. I mean, yeah, he's just a legend. I mean, you know, he's he's. When you see him do an impression, do you? Is it? When you do impressions, is do you try to make it you, like your own and in, in, in a sense of when other impressionists do it, like you like a lot of them do De Niro or they do whoever. Is it weird for you to do those because you're like, oh, well, he does a great De Niro. I'm not no, gonna, but I'm see, stay I don't, that I don't no? do speaking impressions. I only do singing impressions. So I don't really, I don't try to, I don't take licenses. But the interesting thing is uh, that you would bring that up is that most of the things that we know of famous sayings by. Um, by people, yeah, by famous people, were not really said by the famous people. They were done by impressionists. 
So, like, for example, uh, James Cagney never said, you dirty rat. Never said that. That was an impressionist who said that, and that's what we know. Um, Ed Sullivan never said, really big show. That was an impression. An Ed Sullivan really? impersonator that came up with that. Yes. That. Same thing with Play It Again, Sam. That was never said. That was said by an imp- a Humphrey Bogart impressionist. And so all most of the things that we know that are iconic said by other people were done. So interesting that you would say they take a little license with it. Mind blown right Isn't that now. Funny? Yeah. And look at so it. It's true. It's, it's absolutely true. There's been fake, fake news. news. You will find that most of the things that we are have attributed to famous celebrities were never said by the actual celebrity. They were all, they were said by an impersonator of that celebrity. Have you ever been reached out people impersonate you? Uh, somebody impersonating me? Yeah, have you had uh, that yet? No. Seems impossible. I know, I don't know how. would you even do it? It's hard to impersonate. I'm very generic with when I'm not doing an impersonation. But uh, no, I haven't. And But I have been reached out by people who have heard my impers- impressions of them. And it's always fun to hear somebody really? say that they like. You know, Etta James really? reached out to me and told me she liked it. Um, I mean, that's like when you Roy know Orbison's made it, widow, right? Roy Orbison's widow reached out to me and told me that she loved my Roy Orbison impression. Wow. You know, things like that. So. Yeah. It's really cool when you when you hear from somebody. But, uh, you know, I'm not a mean comedian, so, like, Justin Bieber could come and see my Justin Bieber puppet. Right. And I don't think he would be hurt or offended. No, I don't think I know so. Donald Trump laugh. has seen the Donald Trump thing because uh, I'm friends with Sean Hannity. Okay. And I will send him, and, and Sean <laughs> talks to Donald all the time. Sure. And I said... I should say President Trump. It's yeah. not Donald anymore. Right, right, right. Uh, but, but so I will send it to Sean, and Sean will uh, Sean will get it to President uh-huh. Trump and have him watch it just to make sure. I don't I don't want to upset sure, the president. Sure, you know? sure, sure. That's you might awesome. Get a tweet about it. Exactly. Okay, yes, wow. that would be nice. Boy, that, would that would be help. kind of funny. Yeah. I could sit and talk to you all day, but you you've got to be somewhere, and yeah. uh, we're we're gonna wrap this up. But man, I can't thank you enough for stopping by Vegas Junkies tonight. Thank you so much. Uh, really, what it means a, a lot to me. I know you guys get hit up. You, you get hit up with a lot of requests all the time, and to come to our small show that's just getting off the ground. And uh, we really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah. We'll have to do it again, and I Let's mean that. Do it. I'm not just saying Holding that. Holding to that. It's a verbal vi- binding agreement. Terry Bader's do doing it again. show I, again. <laughs> yes, I'll do it again. It was All right. Fun. Thanks a lot. And please, when Winston wakes up from his nap, tell him it was good to see I him. I certainly yeah. will. All right. He literally did go to sleep. My hand went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, please take him off. Terry Bader, everybody. We'll see you guys next Bye, week. Bye, guys.